Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A galactic shout out to our newest patrons. Rodney Evans. Chris Wagner. And Jeff Cutshaw. Bros, you are stellar awesomeness in human form. Your names are now etched on our hulls in the biggest font we could find, as we are forever grateful for your incredible support. The rest of you listening, join our Patreon to help keep the show going. And get a bunch of Spaceships perks in return. We got bonus content, we got downloadable visuals, we got stickers, prints, mugs, shirts, hoodies, uh, what else do we have here? We have a lot. And we ship across the galaxy. If you are just tuning in to this transmission, hello and welcome. It's uh, a morning here on the Red Planet with hardly any atmosphere, chilly negative 81 degrees and scorching 30 microsieverts of radiation per hour. All in all, perfect conditions for the pure adrenaline extravaganza we've been waiting for all year. Well, perfect unless you're most biological beings. In that case, all these things I just said will probably kill you many times over. Anyway, they're all already dead, so let's not dwell on that. Oh, and adrenaline. Uh, that's, uh, that's like a hormone the human species produced in abundance when they got all excited about something. Like cage diving with sharks or the parachute not opening or their parents-in-law showing up unannounced, triggering a fight-or-flight response. Or, uh, I, I don't know, uh... Running on, running on fumes here. The center of the galaxy is too far away. I am also alarmingly low on fuel, but my programming does not require me to act like a drama queen. Anyways, is that it? Huh? No green expanses? Hmm? No sandy beach line? Huh? Or liquid water, for that matter? This planet doesn't measure up to Akinar in any way. <sighs> because that's Mars, Otto. We were a tad short on fuel to reach Earth. Well, all those zigzags we had to make to lose the Kogan warships certainly didn't help our fuel economy. We should have stood our ground and fought. Fought? A bazillion warships. <laughs> I don't know about you, dude, but I got plans for this life. Ugh, luckily there's an automated refueling station in Mars's orbit. I say we load up on hyperdrive juice and proceed to Earth. No unnecessary stops. Oh, 
haven't visited in a while. Oh, I wonder if good old Mars FM is still up and running. You two seem excited to be here. This is where it all really began, bro. Everything started to change for the humans after they got to Mars. Oh, their perspective shifted once they became a multi-planet species? No, violence, poverty, disease, and let's not forget about the climate. Well, it all got even worse. Earth was a boiling pot, and Mars certainly offered its own set of challenges. Humans can't just live butt naked on Mars, Otto. It's inhospitable to their butts. And then bam, deep in the red planet's crust, early colonists discovered an ore. When properly processed, it released insane amounts of energy. We are of course talking about the most potent substance in the known galaxy, hyperdrive ore. Suddenly, refineries turning ore into fuel were popping up all over the planet. It's what propelled humanity to the stars. Oh, and that's when peace between the humans finally came the end. As if! Mars then seceded from Earth because of all of the ore riches, bro. Only place in the solar system that's got them. Earth invaded, of course. Now you're talking. Pax Humana came only after the human race entered the Galactic Wars. Oh, well, at least they entered another war. Nothing unites like a common enemy. Or several. I don't understand why humans gave the Akana such a bad rap. They sound just as violent. Word. I'm refueling. If you are joining us for the first time, let me give you a little background about the race. Hey, that's MC! Who? Mars Commentator! It's a radio bot covering all things Mars. Oh my god. Is the race still on? And it's today? Ugh, not this race again. What race? Here, let MC fill you in. It all started many centuries ago as an immature act of rivalry between space agency engineers being bored out of their minds on shift duty. They were stationed on different continents, you see, and belonged to different rival countries. Uh, countries uh, were, uh, well, these organizational units that put a big emphasis on borders, even though they were completely invisible from space and made no sense to the other species on the planet, but not to the Earth-bound humans. So when the uh, American and uh, the Chinese engineer inadvertently remote drove Perseverance and Zhurong to the same spot in Utopia Planitia, a duel was on. They raced to claim the top of a nearby rocky hill with speeds of up to 0.14 kilometers per hour. Ooh, can't get enough of this story. Soon their colleague over in India joined with the Indian rover, the Buddha. The three played and played until they drained their vehicles out of solar power. Wow, must have been the best day ever. Now those three were fired. But that didn't stop the incident from happening again, as more and more countries and companies landed rovers on Mars. Fast forward a century, there's also a bunch of non-human species racing every year in what has become the biggest ground race in the known galaxy. Oh, how I wish I had a rover to race today. Ugh, I would never risk damaging my rover for that nonsense. I mean, what's the point? Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Did you say you have a rover on you right now? Uh, yeah, we sometimes need to land rovers on things. It's standard science ship equipment. 
We gotta do the rover race, Maya! Say what? Oh, please! Please, 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 let me race your rover! We have the Kogan Armada creeping up and a massive die-off we need to figure out. And you're asking me to, uh, compete in a stupid race? I am! You're really putting me on the spot here, Will. <sighs> What's there to win anyway? I don't know, a space coin? But I'm in it for the glory. The winner gets to do a speech that's broadcast across the galaxy, and we all know what that means. You forever score big with the ladies. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say the winner of the race gets to speak live on the broadcast? Sure does. That means we could finally warn all spaceships about the incoming Kogan threat. Uh, I guess? <sighs> You're a genius, Will. I am? We're doing that rover race, and we're winning it. You're damn right we're gonna win! If your driving is like your flying, I can't see how. That's why you're helping him, O. Uh, what? We can't let him blow this, Otto. The fate of all spacecraft kind depends on us giving them a heads up about the Kogan Armada. This is our chance if we ever had one. You know, I did once aim for Earth and land my crew on the moon. That's horrible. And why do flight trajectories have to involve numbers anyways? But look, you should be my co-driver. My navigator, bro. My right-hand man. That's like the second coolest job in a race. Right after the driver. Ugh. And let's not forget the biggest thing at stake here, Otto. Enlighten me. All juiced up. Uh, yeah. It's honor. We are doing the rover race. Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman, and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. Now folks, Robo Racing has come a long way since those early years. These machines have seen so many upgrades throughout the centuries, they are now high-speed, multi-terrain monsters. I have on the car, the undisputed champion for the last ten years to explain more. Spearhead, can you tell me what's been driving you to win this thing for a decade. Me. Dominate. Uh, so, he's saying he wants to dominate rover racing, right? And uh, what other message would you like to send to the other racers competing today? Hey, destroy. 
Ah, goodness me. Uh, what's happening here is that Spearhead has deleted most of his linguistic programming so that he can have more computational power to calculate the fastest route to a checkpoint, the best angle to attack a chicane, and everything else needed to gain those precious milliseconds of advantage by which the winner is often separated from the losers in this thing. That's how committed he is. Spear, you practically gave up speech to win. What is your ultimate goal in rover racing and in life? Me? Road? How very eloquent, Spearhead. Thank you. Uh, so he's, uh, he's saying he wants to become one with the road, be the road. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, thank you for this uh, illuminating interview and the best of luck to you today. Freaking athletes. Here is the... the sampler. Oh. What? I mean, Maya. No spoiler, or spinning rims, or a big hood scoop, or an outrageous paint job? Look, it collects tiny rocks and soil samples. What do you want from me? We want to instill awe and fear into the other racers. May I? Uh, fine, just don't mess with the science equipment. Repair bots! Let's pimp the hell out of this thing. Hold on to your seats, everyone. The annual Mars rubber race is about to start. Now this is the sampler, baby. You just had to paint fire spewing dragons on it, didn't you? Oh my god, it actually spews fire? <laughs> we made a ton of other improvements, too. Looks awesome. Ugh, you're just a bunch of boys. All right, download my program into the vehicle. Come again? Maya, I need to get up close and personal with the road if we want to win. That can be dangerous, Will. Most of these rovers will be driven remotely by their spaceships. Not Spearhead. He ditched his spacecraft a long time ago to cut lag time. And he's the one to beat. Yeah, but you could crash and not make it to the finish line. Or, you know, at all. Do it! <sighs> I hope I don't regret this. We are now counting down to the first ever non-organic rover race. And no, this is not about fast food. Okay, you're both transferred to the sampler. And they're off! Here we go, baby. Can you hear that? That's Mars Rock being shred under the collective horsepower of hundreds of mechanical beasts. Navigator! 
Make sense of the chaos. 40. Ugh. Left 5 minus over crest opens over 40. Titans 4 plus into triple caution. Right over 4 big jump of camber. Um, make a left? So the rules are pretty straightforward. There are five checkpoints the racers need to clear, and they can choose their own route to each. This is where the navigators come into play, constantly calculating the fastest path from point A to point B, while taking into account the capabilities of the vehicle, the situation on the terrain, and hopefully, some safety. In other words, it's a competition of agility, but not only of the nuts and bolts, but also of the ones and zeros. I said caution right, not left. Right, caution, caution right. Your right or my right? It's the same. <laughs> We're flying Air Mars today, bro. Low friction, high speeds. Whoa, watch the equipment, you maniac. It's not like we're gonna be detecting life in the galaxy anytime soon, Maya. Big crash just before the checkpoint ahead. Watch it. You got it, O. Wow, we are seeing some very dangerous maneuvers and excellent time so far by the, uh, sampler here. From the information I have, the racing team behind this new rover has fused an entire repair bot with the vehicle, allowing it to repair itself with nanotechnology on the go. Great thinking, because their driving is absolutely bonkers. I gotta say, I am impressed with the work you did on the sampler, Will. Where did you learn that? <laughs> Rover racing was only the second most watched thing among my crew. Oh, right after reality shows, of course. Not bad, Mackie. Oh, a bunch of brothers just cleared another holographic checkpoint here in the middle of Mars nowhere. Now, some of them are using this slower patch in the terrain to gang up on the race leader Spearhead with the apparent plan to, uh, slowly crush him, perhaps? I don't think this is legal, folks, but also not sure who would be responsible for disqualifying these racers. It's literally just me here talking. Desolderable! Spearhead is struggling to hold the lead as the group of vehicles is cooperating to take him out of the race. Something we have never seen before. And Spearhead fights back! He just slammed hard into his competitors and made several of them tumble. Those rim spikes certainly came in handy. Heavy metal breakfast is served! Arama has just launched survey drones towards Spear. What will they do? Oh, the drones are crashing themselves into Spear's wheels. His caterpillar tracks are blown to pieces. Oh, folks, I'm not sure how he'll be able to get out of this one. They have him in the middle of a hollow square formation, and they are tightening their grip. Spearhead's chassis is now being squashed. Parts are falling off. Get off them, you bastards! Would you look at that? Newcomer William Mackey racing the sampler has gained on the posse and is trying to help Spearhead by throwing flame at the attackers. 
Feel the burn, bros? Here! Eat our dust to put out the fire! It looks like they're having too much fun down there. I am officially worried. Spear! Watch out! Oh no! A rover has crashed hard into Spearhead, causing him to roll over and explode. Champ is in pieces. It... It appears this is how far the spear was meant to fly. What are you doing? Why are you turning? You took the lead! Will! I'm sorry, you guys, but I am not gonna just leave my hero to die alone. What? Will! Hey, buddy. God, you're hurt bad. Don't drive over his parts, you vagabond! Show some respect! <coughs> Let me gather up your parts with my robotic scoop, okay? What is happening here, folks? Could this be a sign that we stand a chance as an evolved, compassionate civilization? Ah, uh, I don't know. It's all about my pay grade. And I'm not even sure who's paying me this year. But I do know that it's very heartwarming to see a racer turning back to help a fellow racer in trouble. Please forgive them, Spear. They don't know you like I do. I always saw what you did. You never were the smartest or the strongest or the fastest. But you were always the one that had the biggest heart. That's how you won. It meant the world to me. It gave me hope. You have heart. You can do anything. Anything. You can stop calculating the route. It's over. You can rest now. I think this is what's left of your motherboard. I'll just pull it to the side of the road and... Uh, no, my... But... Me. Yes. You've finally become the road. Your friend. He, uh, calculated a route. What? Spearhead sent us a route just before perishing. I think we should follow it. That's sweet of a motto, but we'd have to fly to win this thing now. Well, it does involve the, uh, closest thing to flying. What are you talking about, bro? I'm mourning here. I am talking about you flooring the damn sampler and winning this race, because the fate of all spaceships depends on it. Not to mention that it is the honor Spearhead here deserves. You got this, William. We got this. Talk to me, Otto. You need to drive off a cliff. You said what now? Drive off that cliff. 
why? Over there. What is that? That ore refinery over the edge of the Mars Canal blows gaseous waste into the air at even intervals. According to Spearhead's calculations, if we jump at the correct angle and deploy the sampler's parachute at the right time, we should fall straight into the cooling tower. And why do we want to fall into a cooling tower? Because then the gas will blow us out, giving us more than enough boost to land the sampler on the other side of the cliff and way ahead of everyone else. From there, the final checkpoint is a breeze. Otto, I've towed hyperdrive ore all over the place, and I happen to know a thing or two about the fuel production process. That gas is acidic. It'll melt the sampler and us. It's gonna be game over, man. Not necessarily. That nanotechnology you installed should be able to repair just enough of the damage to land you safely. I hope. Spearhead, I hope you were better at flight trajectories than me. Parachute deployed! So, um... How are things with you? I'm fine. Yeah, doing great. And you? Are we on track? We're in the pipe. Five by five. Descending deep into the cooling tower now. And three... Two... One. Where's the gas? Uh, not sure. It's gonna be really embarrassing if we just land at the bottom of this thing and have to wait for someone to get us out. I... Hey, what's melting? Our parachute. From residue gas. Ah! Oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? was gonna work. Uh, what's the spaceship equivalent of a heart attack? Cause that's what I just had. The acid is eating into the sampler's chassis. Nibbling on all sorts of cables now. The repairs are already on their way. The ground is coming up fast. Then not to worry, you should be, uh... Okay. Folks, I thought I'd seen it all in the Red Planet rubber race, but never have I seen so much blood, sweat, and tears, and not one drop to come from the biologicals. I give you the Daredevil, the Mad Max, the spaceship with the heart of gold, the one and only winner of the Mars rubber race, William Mackey! Well, you barely made it. I am still computing how, to be honest. Anyway, the galaxy is listening. What do you have to say? Uh, well, I, uh, 
I gotta say, I dreamed about this moment my entire life, MC. You know, I even had a, a bunch of jokes penned down so that the ladies can take notice of my great sense of humor. <clears throat> uh, um, I'm not gonna tell them. Instead, I wanna warn you that this race may go down in history, not only as the first without the organics, but also the last to ever be held. <gasps> what in the world? You see, there is an armada of Kogan warships hell-bent on destroying each and every one of us. They are vicious, they are relentless, and they are flying this way. William, that sounds just terrible. Are you sure about this? I'm afraid so. Look, I'm gonna let my friend Maya here brief you in full detail in just a sec. Then I think my friend Otto will tell us how we can organize our defenses. You should listen to him. They got my ass out of trouble countless times. I must say, I am disturbed by this will. Any closing thoughts before I talk to your friends? I'd like to finish with a quote from Spearhead's favorite book. Yeah, he wasn't much of a talker, but I bet you didn't know he was an avid reader. I didn't. Please. Where must we go? We who wander this wasteland in search of our better selves. Thanks for the shortcut, buddy. <laughs> That's just beautiful. Spaceships is created and written by Philip Momorowski. Voiced by Bobby Gaglini and Arsen Alfaro. Sound designed and edited by Vlad O. Produced by Headstage Media. If you enjoy Spaceships and would like to support us in making more episodes, please consider becoming our patron at patreon.com slash wearespaceships. Immersive audio fiction. Get it on your head stage. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dum Dums and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dum Dums and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot.